Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 97. Hey, Richards, welcome and thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you are here. It's a great honor for me. And I want you to know that I don't take it for granted at all. Before I dive into this episode, I would like to invite you to go to the richomiss.com website and download one or more of the free three guides for your entrepreneurial marketing success. You will find there a mini online course about how to choose the best name and logo for your product or business, or two guides One is the six proven steps to create, present, and convince investors in your go-to-market strategy. And the second is the seven elements of entrepreneurial business success. A lot of you have downloaded the guides last week. I would like to thank you for your comments and to ask you to keep writing to me. Leave me your comments either on the site or just reach me directly at my email. Hayut, H-A-Y-U-T, at richomiss.com. I would love to hear what are your needs and wants in regards to your entrepreneurial business success. In today's episode, I interview Pamela Goodwin, a very special and successful lady from Dallas, Texas, an expert in commercial real estate who is passionate about helping people to learn how to invest in commercial real estate. I believe you would love this episode. Pamela Goodwin is the founder of Goodwin Commercial, based in Dallas, Texas, a boutique commercial real estate firm specializing in developing retail restaurant pet sites like Walgreens, McDonald's, brokerage, investment sales, and consulting services under one roof. Originally from Omaha, Pamela graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, is a best-selling author, speaker, coach, member, and a contributor with Forbes Real Estate Council. When she isn't working, Pamela enjoys traveling to the beach, staying fit, being a basketball mom, spending time with her family and friends. Pamela Goodwin, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hello. It's so wonderful to be here coming from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas always sounds so exciting, isn't it? At least for me. (laughs) Well, you're more than welcome to visit us anytime. And today we're having a beautiful day, which it's 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice and warm day on this February day. Yeah, you should tell that to the New Yorkers. Pamela, just share with our audience what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? 
Well, thanks again for having me. I've based here in Dallas, Texas. I've been in some format of commercial real estate for now more than 30 years. And so it's just been a wonderful career, especially for women to be in. And in my company, I've had my own company now, Goodwin Commercial, going on 13 years this month. And we specialize in 100% retail commercial real estate, and our niche is single tenant net lease properties, which means we buy property, we we buy land, and then lease it back to, I'm sure you're familiar with McDonald's, Walgreens, (laughs) the national Starbucks type tenants. So you're going for the big guys, for the big companies, and you're lending big space, I guess. Right. And what I'm really passionate about now is really helping people learn how to invest in commercial real estate. And a lot of people have fear of thinking, you know, they don't have money or they don't have the knowledge. So my passion is to really help people buy their first commercial real estate asset. And people are really surprised of how they can actually get into you know, buying a Starbucks and not operating it, but actually owning that investment property and showing you how to exactly team up with some partners and going, you know, go about doing that. So you have cash flow. So you can be at the beach while you have money coming in. It sounds so easy when you say it this way. When we talk commercial real estate, it has anything to do with storage units, hotels, office, shopping centers. Like I mentioned, Taco Bell, McDonald's, any of those type uses from golf courses, anything else except pretty much a residential home. And you actually started from a lemonade booth at the age of four. How did you get to this commercial real estate? What was your journey? Yeah, I, as a young child, as a young girl, I have always... I love to sell and I love to make money and mm-hmm. it's <laughs> and so I feel like I've always been in sales or been working since I was a small girl and my father was an entrepreneur and so was my grandfather they owned a chicken poultry place in a place Omaha Nebraska And so I also worked at his poultry house which people at that time used to bring in their live chickens and then after that Um, you know, he sold chickens to all the restaurants around the state. But even as a young girl, I've always, always loved to work. I ended up going to college and ended up getting my degree in interior design, which I wanted to do commercial design, be a famous hotel Mm -hmm. interior designer. And I did get a great job offer with the Marriott Corporation in Bethesda, Maryland. Wow. I ended up turning it down and stayed back in my hometown designing office spaces that led into shopping center development. And what made the shift to the real estate world from designing to actually making uh, deals for real estate or lending properties? Right. So once I... I lived in Omaha, then I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, to Los Angeles, and now we've been in Dallas now for more than 20 years. But I've worked on the landlord side and then on the tenant side, which here in Dallas, Brinker International, if you've heard of Chili's Restaurants. Sure. And I worked for that company developing more than 50 Chili's from the ground up, which gave me the experience 
and I found out the landowner who was doing a Chili's ground lease, the profit that they could make off of one deal by selling that 10-year lease to an investor, the profit was significant. And that decided for me to go into my own business, for me to do that for myself. And I'm a firm believer of you know, I just got tired of making other people money mm-hmm. and I wanted to make, make my own money. So I adventured off and I teamed up with a partner and we teamed up, you know, starting a company together, development company together. It sounds terrific. And you're a true entrepreneur. And I want you to give your best advice regarding customer. You talked about the sales and sales is everything about customers. And this podcast is about... Uh, how to make the sales or how to make business through understanding your customers and know how to talk with them because most entrepreneurs kind of lack in this uh, experience. And I want to ask you to give your best advice to our listeners, to entrepreneurs regarding customer focus or customer's approach. As you know, without having any customers, You don't have any business. And so <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it all comes down to networking, and as everyone says, it really comes down to having the customers trust you. And I, I really, truly enjoy love meeting people and helping them. I just recently helped a couple who is they design jewelry. And they've been leasing space for more than 30 years in an office building. And I built a relationship with them and trust to show them how to own, have their own building instead of spending all that money, you know, leasing space. And they closed on their first office space that they own the building now in December. And they could not be happier. But it was building that relationship of, giving them examples and walking them step by step, knowing that you would be with them throughout the entire process and not, you know, just at the beginning of the cell and then giving up, you know, working with them throughout and following up, you know, is key. So how would you say it as an advice? What would you tell them? What should they do? As, I mean, as far as working with the customer is, you just really have to, You know, know that you're helping the customer. You're either helping them save time or save money. And I really just think, you know, you don't have to have a hundred hundreds of relationships. You can just continue to have, you know, build on that relationship, meet with them periodically, check in with them, and just see how you can help them is really, really key to business and repeat business because, as you know, referral business, If, they, if they're happy with what you've done for them, they're going to refer you, know, you to other sure. people. I love that because actually what you're saying is you must build relationships. You can't just sell or you can't just use uh, online marketing, but you have to build relationships. And I love it. I know you've got a lot of successes and we'll get to that in a minute. But I want you to tell us what was your biggest, most critical failure with customers, the one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most, or almost the most. 
So definitely as an entrepreneur, you are going to have a lot of failures. Mm -hmm. And one that always keeps coming back to me is just one that, you know, recently was not documented correctly in real estate as far as you have to be, it's such a competitive field that you have to be very protective of your clients to make sure you document that you are representing them and that they don't happen to go off, you know, and try to do it themselves regarding commissions. But yeah, definitely failures. Once you have a failure, you're definitely, you learn quickly from it just to make sure you don't do it again. Can you be more specific with the story? You don't have, of course, to say any names. But just uh, tell us a bit about the experience, what happened there, and um, how did you learn from that? Working with a client for more than close to a year time frame, it was a retail tenant looking for space. Yeah. And sometimes because I, I've been doing the business for so long, I've can trust people. And sometimes I think document and paperwork can get in the way of relationships right. to a degree, but you still have to be protected. And in this case, I did trust this person too much that he was, we were working one-on-one -on -one, meeting with the landlord. And then when it came time to sign the deal, the, the lease, he requested half of my commission, which oh. was a complete surprise which never really happens in too much in our business, but mm. I, you know, refused to pay him half because it was never, you know, talked about up front. And then he contacted the landlord telling him that I was no longer representing him. Oh, thank goodness that the landlord still protected me because he mm. knows my reputation here. But it just goes to show you that you definitely even though you trust people, you still have to have the correct documents in place to be protected no matter what. Hmm. I love this story. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or relationships or something that you did right about approaching your customers. Well, dealing with one, I, it is always fun to talk about the success, but sure. one of the biggest success that I'm most proud about is really one of the first deals I had worked on building a relationship with a motel owner who owned it since 1950s. Oh. And we had a national tenant wanting that it was a prime corner location for Walgreens. And I must have spent at least two years oh. with a with a trip almost every week a 90 mile one-way trip you know to go visit him and it took almost two years of building trust before he finally sold his motel for us and now there's a you know brand new Walgreens in that space wow. but that one is like persistence and building a relationship but he would not sell that motel to anyone and it took you know that um, it was interesting the amount of relationship to build that up and finally for him to sell it to us it's amazing because if you think about it you can think oh i start he said no let's let's set apart and really i think if you believe in something if you're going for that if you build a relationship it's so interesting because i think that a lot of times especially when it uh, has to do with uh, real estate 
people don't think that people are going to change their minds or that there is some place for pressure. It's like the, most of the game is uh, well known ahead, isn't it? And you prove, uh, you prove it to be wrong. It's all about timing. And, you know, with anything with your customers, And my motto is never give up. And the other one is to find a way. So those are two that I always constantly live by. And especially in real estate, timing is everything. And it's just a matter of fact of, I always say everything in real estate is for sale. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just timing and then, and then just keeping at it and not giving up. And so that's happened with, you know, once I learned on that project with that customer, I, you know, continue and, you know, continue to do that with other projects. So as working with customers just to stay in there, because they tell you, you still have to touch your customer, what, eight to 10 times or just to keep, you know, after them. And then, and then they finally, you know, at some point it's time to go. I love it. And I love some of your quotes here, like in real estate, everything is for sale. Oh, timing is everything. I love it. And we'll for sure put it in social media and people probably will find things to identify it with. Can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that related to customer focus, marketing or sales? But I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the list, but I'm looking for a tool that really works for you. What are you using that help you manage and succeed with your business? Well, I know there's a lot of databases to keep up with, but I still reach out to clients more on the old-fashioned way of sending a good, nice letter to them in the mail. Really? That's beautiful. Right. Why? I, I still think everybody likes to open up a letter or sending them a small gift. Or if I'm trying to get someone's attention, I'll send them a you know FedEx letter. And it always works. Even if I'm trying to get a meeting with somebody, I'll just send a one-page quick letter asking them if I can meet with them on a certain date and just to check back. You know, with that. And that, that FedEx letter works every single time. And... Another great thing about Amazing. having a phone is sending a quick video. You know, we'll always do that. So it's just, but really just a simple letter, a simple thank you letter after meeting with somebody really goes a long way. I actually have a board up in my office for 2019 of anybody who sends me a thank you note. And I, I mean, I love, I love receiving them. So yeah, I've, I have, I took everything off for last year and I recreated 2019 and anything that I do this year from tickets to shows, to thank you notes, to races I run, to anything <laughs> exciting happening, I post up there and I, you know, look at it as reminders. Beautiful. There is some gap between the letter, which is, uh, I think, accepted the bank's I never got letters. Um, oh, I've got one couple of friends that send in each uh, New Year some wishes, but uh, that's the only thing. So it's beautiful. It's very interesting, and it definitely gets some different attention from people. On the other hand, you're talking about video, which is the 
hottest trend and a lot of people didn't yet uh, join this uh, trend. So how do you do that? What exactly do you send and uh, to whom and how? So I'll just do a quick video on my phone of myself, just request, you know, just whatever I'm requesting from that person. If I'm requesting if they have time to meet for coffee or for lunch, and then I'll just text them that video. And the nice thing is you can see that it's actually been opened or not when they read it right. and, and all that. So it usually gets a quick response. Hmm, beautiful. Two very original tools, I might say. You know, there are a lot of factors that affect our success, but I believe that each person has their unique one factor that really works for them. And I want to ask you, what is your key success factor? I think my key is, I, I know I've, I've been, the older I get, the more I think about this as far as my key or, or what makes me really stand out or what, what's created it. But I just... I mean, I've been called persistent Pam before, <laughs> you know, if I, if I want something, I completely go after it. I, but what I really like to do is I really, really like to connect people with people that I have met and really build a relationship at, you know, building a relationship with people to me is key. And I really think that's just been a success. I really, really like to get to know people and like to meet with them and just really help each other in business. I think that's just been really key. And I just like to, you know, adventure and try new things all the time. I think a lot of people get stuck in a rut. People will reach out to me saying they're stuck. And it really helps just to keep trying a variety of things and see what works, you know, what sticks on the wall. You can't, you just have to just be adventurous and just try new mm. things. I love it because I love it very much, both the persistent and the relationships and uh, the adventure part. However, when you said persistent, Pam, it looks like something which is um, not about relationships. Usually, um, We imagine someone that really stepping on, on toes or just going to, to get what they want. And you're talking about doing it totally different. You're talking about building relationships and being patient and persistent and then get it through that, isn't it? Right. It, yeah, my format is more on the patient in order to, you know, to be persistent and Yeah, instead of a negative, I, I find it more as more of a positive. And so it's just a way of, I've always found out that if one way doesn't work, you know, go meet with the next person or the next person or the next one in that same category and try it out or try next week and, you know, try a different approach and that might not get their attention, but just keep trying different, different ways and somebody will somebody will, I guarantee you, will end up, you know, talking to you. You'll get what you want if you want it bad enough. If you don't, you know, you'll just give up. Love it. And finally, I want to ask my mountain question. I always imagine this uh, journey of um, building brands and in the mind of the customer in order to sell, but also in order to actually establish relationships with, that will be 
the return purchase and then, as you said, the referrals. So I always imagined this journey as climbing a mountain for years. And I, in some point, started to ask my guests whether they ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I definitely work out, you know, at least four to five times a week. So, wow. and, and last year I did climb a mountain. My son was looking at a college in Colorado. So we did attempt to climb a mountain. Him and my husband made it a lot farther than I did, but it's, it's definitely exciting and exhilarating to challenge yourself. You know, You start climbing up the mountain, you stop, you take a look at the view, see where you are, see how much farther you can go up the mountain and keep going. Hmm. And I've been working out for something I'm about to do this upcoming weekend is climb 45. Um, it's a total of 888 stairs. It's 45 floors of an office building in downtown Dallas. That's for a fundraiser for lung cancer. So I'm challenging myself to that. My father died early, 58 years old of a stroke. Oh. And so health has always been important. And so him as an entrepreneur and health, they have to go hand in hand to be able to climb that mountain because you have to keep going and going. Because when you feel like giving up as an entrepreneur, your customer is not responding. You know, you just have to keep going up, climbing up that mountain so you can shout from the top of it. Hmm. It sounds very challenging, and I must say that 49? It's going to be 45, 45 floors, floors for a total of 888 stairs. Wow. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, you should. And if you will have a photo, either if you have a photo from the trip with your son or a photo before or after this race, I'll be very happy to get it and put it in the show notes over this uh, article. So good luck to you with this uh, challenge. And before we say goodbye, I just want to ask you what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch or to learn from you? Yes, please go to my website at www.pamgoodwin.com. That's P-A-M-G-O-O-D-W-I-N.com. Always find me on LinkedIn. I post every single day on LinkedIn with valuable content on real estate and just staying motivated every day as an entrepreneur. Those are two great ways. I'm, of course, on Facebook and all the other social media, Instagram and Twitter, but definitely LinkedIn. Follow me on that. So we'll have all these links on the show notes of this interview. And Pam, it has been fascinating because you're bringing such a different voice or such a different angle of looking at things from this real estate issue and being a lady in uh, such an interesting uh, world. And uh, I enjoyed it very much. I have too. Thank you so much. And I, I just think you're wonderful for doing this and helping other entrepreneurs around the world. This is just excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pam. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. 
Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.